Ever felt like you're just one aha moment away from cracking the code in a tough negotiation? Well, what if I told you that the key to that code is something that you've been doing since you were a kid playing copycat? Yeah, that's right. We're talking about mirroring, or you can think of it as the Jedi mind trick that's all about the power of subtle imitation. It's about mind connection, and it can turn a tense negotiation into a meeting of minds. So in this video, we're going to talk about the secrets that master negotiators use to turn no way into let's do this. We're going to talk about the power of mirroring. So if you're ready, let's get into it. So what exactly is mirroring, you ask? Well, imagine you're sitting across from someone at a cafe, and every time you take a sip of coffee, they do the same. Or when you lean in, they lean in too. That's basically mirroring in a nutshell. It's like a silent dance between two people where one leads and the other follows, creating a harmony that can lead to some pretty amazing outcomes. Now, why is this important in negotiation? Because negotiation isn't just about what you say, it's about how you say it, how you listen, and how you connect with the person who's sitting across from you. Mirroring can help you do just that. It's like a secret handshake that says, hey, I get you. Let's dive into some fun examples. Okay, so picture this, you're trying to get a better deal on a car. The salesperson is throwing numbers at you and you're throwing them right back. But then you start noticing the salesperson's body language. They're really into hand gestures. So you start using your hands more when you speak. Suddenly the conversation shifts. You're no longer two opponents. You're two people having a genuine conversation. And just like that, the salesperson starts warming up to you. And before you know it, you're walking away with the keys to your new car at a price that makes you smile. What's better than that, right? But mirroring isn't just about copying body language. It's also about reflecting back what someone is saying. So let's say your boss is hesitant about giving you that raise that you've been after for a while now. They're concerned about budgets and targets. Instead of going on the defensive, you mirror their concerns. You could say something like, I understand that budgets are tight, and we need to hit our targets. This shows that you're on the same page as they. And then from there, you can guide the conversation to how your contributions will help achieve those targets. It's like a dance, remember? And in this dance, you're helping your partner see that you both have the same end goal. Now, how can you start using mirroring in your negotiations? I've got some tips for you. Listen and observe. So imagine you're in a meeting and you notice that a colleague always starts their input with, I believe, or from my perspective. They're not just sharing their thoughts. They're inviting you into their viewpoint. When it's your turn, you can start with, I see your perspective on XYZ or I believe as you do that, one, two, three. So this subtle echo can actually do something phenomenal, which is create a bridge of understanding. And it's not just about words. If they're sitting back, relaxed, don't lean forward aggressively. Instead, match their laid back posture initially, and then you can gradually lean in as you both warm up to the discussion. Reflect back. 
So say you're negotiating a contract and the other party expresses concerns about timelines. Instead of bulldozing ahead, pause and reflect with, it sounds like the timeline is a crucial factor for you. Let's explore how we can address this together. This not only shows that you're paying attention, but also that you value their concerns as much as your own. Pace and lead. So this is like a dance, truly. If they're speaking slowly, pacing your speech to match theirs sets the rhythm. And once you're in sync, you can gently accelerate the tempo of the conversation, leading them towards a quicker decision-making process. For example, after mirroring their slow pace, you might say, I feel we've reached a good understanding. How about we move forward with XYZ? This nudges the tempo and the direction of the negotiation. Practice, start small, chat with a friend and practice reflecting their speech patterns or body language. Notice how they sit, how they stand, what phrases they use, and then try to incorporate them into your own dialogue. For instance, if they say, that's a good point. Later on, you can say, you mentioned some good points earlier and I'd like to add to that. It's like rehearsing for the big leagues of negotiation. Be genuine. Authenticity is key. I say it time and time again because it is. If someone shares a personal story with you, don't just nod, zone out, think about what you wanna have for dinner later. Share a little something about yourself that shows that you relate to their experience. For example, you could say something like, I had a similar experience when blah, 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 blah. This isn't mimicry. It's not playing copycat. It's actually showing empathy and building a genuine connection. Remember, mirroring isn't about imitation. It's about resonance. It's about finding the frequency where both of you vibrate in harmony. When you mirror with authenticity, you're not just echoing someone's words or gestures, you're reflecting their essence back to them, and that's where true connection lies. Let's look at another example. Imagine you're at a bustling farmer's market and the air is witch with aroma of fresh herbs and ripe fruit, and you're on the hunt for the perfect ingredients for a dinner party that you're hosting. So you find a stall with the most luscious tomatoes that you've ever seen in your life, but the price is a tad above your budget. So you strike up a conversation with the vendor who is proudly sharing stories about his farm and the care he puts into growing his produce. And you match his warm, enthusiastic tone, sharing your own passion for cooking with fresh, quality, amazing ingredients. And as you both share a laugh over a story about tomato sauce gone awry, you sense a connection forming. With a few shared stories and a mirrored passion for food, you find the vendor offering you a special price for the tomatoes just because he likes the cut of your jib. And just like that, you've got the star of your dinner party, the amazing tomatoes, and you've made a friend who'll save the best picks for you the next time you roll around the farmer's market. Now, let's not forget that mirroring should be used ethically. It's not manipulation. It's about understanding and being understood. It's a tool to help you navigate the complex world of human interaction, whether you might be closing a deal, resolving a conflict, or just trying to get along better with the people that are around you. So I wanna illustrate this with yet another example because I find them really helpful. So let's picture that you are at a community meeting and the room is buzzing with different opinions about the new park that's being planned in your neighborhood. 
you're an advocate for more green spaces, but there's opposition concerned about maintenance costs. That's a big one. So here's where ethical mirroring comes into play. You listen intently to a leading opponent who's quite animated, mind you, using their hands a lot as they speak. They're passionate, saying things like, we're not against green spaces, but where will the funds for upkeep come from? So instead of dismissing their concerns, you mirror their passion, not by copying their gestures, but by matching their level of concern in your voice. You respond with, I share your concern about the financial aspect. Ensuring the park is sustainable is as important to me as it is you. Let's look at this together. So you've not only validated their concern, but you've also positioned yourself as an ally in finding a solution. This is not, I repeat, this is not manipulation. It's empathy in action. Empathy in action. Remember that. You're using mirroring here to build a bridge, not to trick someone into crossing it. And so by the end of the meeting, you and the opponent are at a whiteboard, drawing up a list of potential funding sources, including community fundraisers and local business sponsorships. You've turned a confrontation into a collaboration, all because you chose to mirror ethically, focusing on understanding and being understood. That's the power of using mirroring with integrity. So this example demonstrates how mirroring, when used with the right intentions, intentionality is very important, as you can imagine. When used with the right intentions, it can transform potential conflicts into cooperative problem-solving sessions. So the next time you're in a negotiation, remember the power of mirroring. Observe, listen, and reflect. It's not just about getting what you want. It's about creating a connection that benefits everyone involved. And there you have it, the lowdown on mirroring tactics in negotiation. Mirroring isn't just a tactic, really. It's a way to build real, true connections. And when you mirror someone, you're telling them that you value their perspective, and that's powerful. So try it out, have fun with it, and watch how it transforms your interactions. And remember, the best negotiators are not just skilled speakers, they're skilled listeners and connectors too. And before we wrap up, I want to leave you with this thought. Negotiation is not a battlefield. Think of it rather more like a playground. And with mirroring, you've got one of the coolest tricks up your sleeve. So go out there, give it a whirl and see for yourself. Now, before you click away, let me ask you this. Are you feeling held back by social anxiety? Do you wanna boost your career and do you wanna elevate your social game? Well, if that's the case, then I really encourage you to dive into our immersive group coaching program where we tackle these types of challenges head on, equipping you with the social superpowers and career catapults that you've been searching for. You can think of it as your personal think tank where you get tailored advice that fits you just right. It's a space where your career questions and social fluency inquiries meet their answers and where you can make meaningful connections with people from all over the world, from all walks of life, who have different worldviews, different perspectives, and who are leveling up just like you. So if you're interested in signing up, then I encourage you to go to Academy 
dotexplearning.co and you can join the Executive Communication Lab group coaching plan. And we've got our amazing community and platform, which is a self-guided yet fully supported journey. And that's the Exploring Academy plan. That's your gateway. It's not your average network. It's more like the family that you chose for your professional and personal social fluency. So it's a place where you can swap stories, share wins, and maybe even find your next big opportunity. It's all about connecting with people who get it because they're right there with you. So dive in. The water's fine. And for that, you can go to academy.exlearning.co and you can join the Exploring Academy plan. And for those of you who like a good stretch goal, we've got the 33-Day Executive Excellence Challenge. That's available to both paid plans. This is not about transforming you overnight. That's not how excellence works, not if we really want it to stick. It's about small, daily steps that add up to big leaps in how you lead and succeed. So if that sounds like your kind of challenge, then let's get you signed up. That's available to you as soon as you join either paid plan, the Executive Communication Lab Group Coaching Plan, or the Exploring Academy Plan. So. If you're ready to take things further, I'm right here with you. Let's make it happen. Check out the links in the description, or you can just hop over to academy.exploring.co and go see for yourself. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that like button if you found this video valuable. Share your stories in the comments below. I read every single one of them. We love hearing from you. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our channel for more insights into the art of communication. Until next time, keep reflecting and connecting. And I'll see you soon. Happy exploring, everyone.